This is the Cigar Authority. I'm kind of a big deal. The authority on everything cigar. You will respect my authority. Featuring cigar liberties from every major cigar brand. We have with us Christian Aroa. Rocky Patel. Victor Vitale. Eric Hansen. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Nick Perdomo. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Saka. Is Jesus Fuego. Joe Cusano. WWE Hall of Famer, Nikolai Volkov. It's the rock star, Pete Johnson. Jorge Padron. With your host, David Garofalo. That's me. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. And his friends. That's you. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The one and only Cigar Authority. We are the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. Damn it, motherfuckers, it's the Cigar Authority. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the Cigar Authority, Saturday, May 14th, 2011. We are here live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire today. If you want to come by and see the show, it's simple. Just take Route 93, exit 1, take a right after the exit. About a mile down is Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, because we have a special guest celebrity here with us this week for the show, and he's here at Two Guys all day long. It's Rocky Patel, the Wonder Boy. He's our he's, he's our superstar, he's our super, super cigar liberty. He is a cigar celebrity for sure. Uh, I think he is like the biggest maker of cigars, an independent guy uh, that owns his own company that makes more cigars than anybody else. This is the guy. He's been around for about 15 years, and he'll be on uh, the show with us, and uh, I'm very excited to have him here. So. I am a little bit confused right off the bat. Normally, we smoke two cigars per show, and I see that you have... Uh, three different cigars here. What's going on with that? Today we are going to see which vintage is the best. That's the show. We're going to smoke the vintages. Oh. We're going to smoke each and every one of them. So we got the 1990, the 1992, and the 1999. And Rocky will tell us about the next vintage that's coming out real soon. I already smoked it. It was fantastic. And, I, and I'll uh, show off about that. But uh, later well, on. As long as we're testing things, I thought since you give me a hard time about copying everybody with the orange soda, I'm going to put the sodas to the test against coffee and see which one really is the best to have with your cigar. A little cognac or something. How about a little cognac or a little something nice? Sorry. Two Guys Smoke Shop was fresh out of cognac. I asked at the desk. They had just sold the last one so to you're Rocky. Gonna, you're going to drink so. sodas and coffee with... With the cigar. I'm going to try it. All right. See what happens. We'll see, see what you like best anyway. Uh, so Rocky Patel is going to be here. Real excited about it. We'll have him on right after this uh, first break that we take. Uh, smoking bans are out of control and getting worse unless you do something about it. We'll talk about that. We have the answers for you. Um, we have good news on stress. Stress is actually good for you. Thank God. I think I'm going to live forever. Between cigars being good for you and stress being good for you, I think I am the poster child and I'm going to live forever anyway. We're going to tell you. Actually, they found out. If you wait long enough, every study is going to turn the other way. It's good for you. Well, butter was bad. Now then it's you good. had to go to margarine. Now everyone's back on butter. Fatty food, stress, and cigars. I'm going to live forever. So stress is good for you. We'll talk about that and lots more. Very quickly, uh, hello to the stations uh, picking us up right now on the Cigar Authority Radio Network, WWZN, AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston, WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire, WARL 1320, that's Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island, and WGAM 1250, ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. Also watching us live on Ustream.tv and podcast at For Your Convenience on Podbeam and iTunes. And by all means, you get it all in nice one nice little package. Go on to the Cigar Authority 
Com. Everything's there at your convenience, and you can catch uh, the old shows or whatever you want to see, or reruns, or whatever you want. It's all there for you. But today's show is all about Rocky Patel. So where should we start? As if Rocky was a show himself. Right. He, he, he's a showman. He's, he's, he's now our show. That's right. We're doing an event here at Two Guys today, having Rocky Patel here. And you buy a box of his cigars, and he gives you a whole bunch of cigars free and a hat and all this stuff. But also what he's added to this this time is something really special and something if, you, if you're a Rocky Patel fan, you actually want to come up here and partake in this because you get a chance by buying a box for a night on the town with Rocky Patel, and that night is tonight. Now, do you get a chance to do the entire night that he's going to do, or is it is he going to let you party with him until 11 or 12, and then you miss the after-hour party that he does by himself? He doesn't do it by himself. He, there's always somebody with him when he when he does this. I he, say by himself, with the entourage that he travels with. The with the entourage. Uh, I, I think you're, you're in for as much as you want to get into, because what's going to happen is at 5 o'clock today, Rocky's going to pull a name out of the hat, of everybody that bought a box of cigars. Crystal hat, by the way. Crystal hat. <laughs> and we're going to give that person a call, and we're going to say, jump in the shower, get ready, because Rocky Patel's picking you up. And Rocky's going to go there, pick the guy up, and his friend, whoever that's going to be, his wife or his friend, or whatever it's going to be. Could be his girlfriend. Whatever. Maybe he leaves his wife at home. Whatever. And drive into town, and it's dinner and drinks and cigars, and it's a night on the town with Rocky Patel. You can't buy this. You cannot buy it. Well, you can if you buy a box. (laughs) You get a chance to do it anyway. I've done it. I've been part of this before. It is a night to remember. That it is. So uh, I urge you. You uh, actually tried hanging with him for the entire experience, though, and that's that's not really. I made it till about 4.30 a.m., and I I ran away. I I admit it. (laughs) I ran away. I just couldn't take it. It was just too much party for David Garofalo, the Cigar Authority. Absolutely. So, uh, okay, so we got three cigars. The mildest is the Connecticut 1999. There's a 1990. There's a 1992. These are Rocky Patel vintages. Should we start with the, the oldest or should we start with the mildest? We I, want to do- I think we should start with the mildest. That way we'll, we won't lose any, any flavors along the way here. Okay, so we'll start with Rocky Patel vintage 1999 Connecticut. And... Uh, I'm going to tell you right off the bat, this is my favorite one. So we're going to start with my favorite right off the bat, uh, which is good, which is good. Um, I believe right now uh, Rocky is the number one selling name brand cigar in the United States. That's what I believe, and I'm going to check with him. As far as a name brand that that says Rocky Patel on it, I think there's some sort of, and and he'll he'll tell us uh, how right or wrong we are, but I believe it's something in the neighborhood of 26 million Rocky Patel cigars a year. Wow. Now, 26 million, so you Is there a difference between a name brand and, we'll say, a company brand, like Davidoff or... Davidoff also owns Cusano and Avo and Griffin and those things. So you wouldn't... And all together, they don't add up to the $26 million that Rocky Patel really? does wow. by himself. Anyway, just so you get an idea, you know, let's take a brand like Padron. Padron, maybe $6 million cigars. Rocky Patel, $26 million cigars. So 26 that's a big number. Well, it's a big number on a number of, I, I believe, about $280 million cigars that are imported into the U.S. a year. This guy's doing... So like 12% of the market. Right. By just his, his brand. And he has other brands. I mean, he has Edge. He has, he has different things. He has an N- a cigar made for the NRA, National Rifle Association. Well, this is nice. This is nice. Yeah, right. We'll start the day off. Yep. So we'll end up doing this. So uh, saying that, 
he has a big name brand. So I happened to uh, get an email from somebody that told me that Google, at one point, or for many, many years, Google was the number one name brand in the world of name, you know, yeah. of a name brand product, the value of the name of the product. And for the first time in many, many years, Google has been dethroned as the number one brand. I'm going to take a guess. Okay. Is it okay that I take a guess? You already know what I'm going to guess. I don't know what you're going to guess, but you the, know what I'm going to guess. But I have the top ten here. But you want to just I'm going to guess that Facebook is number one right now. Facebook is not number one. Ooh, uh, they are number thirty-five. I have really? the top ten, but I happen to have Facebook information because I I thought myself, believe it or not, Facebook was very good. I think uh, Rocky Patel's got it right off the bat. You got anything, um, Chuck? Chuck Morrison making mountains move. <laughs> I noticed your little uh, blue uh, thing you have. You're, you're making yeah. mountains move thing. I got one too. Mine is being stretched. Okay. Because it's uh, too tight. I had it on the other day, and my hand turned blue. So, not. Just, we, we don't want that. Right. Sure. That so was Google was one. Google, dethroned. Dethroned. Okay. And uh, so Facebook, he guessed, yeah. is number thirty-five. I'll, I'll just. Uh, I'll say Nike. I mean. Nike uh, is not in the top ten. I don't know where it is, but it's not the top ten. We have uh, number ten is uh, GE General Electric, up twelve percent. Uh, it's worth fifty billion dollars. GE. I wonder what their stock is at. I don't know. Uh, number nine is China Mobile, up nine percent, worth fifty-seven billion dollars. Number eight is in the tobacco business, but not in the cigar business. Who Marlboro. Marlboro. Up 18% worth $67 billion for that name. It's a great guess. Other than that, you have X-ray vision. <laughs> Number seven is AT&T, worth $67 billion. Not good reception, but worth a lot of money. Number six is actually up, I was surprised to see, because it's a soda company, obviously. Coke. Coca-Cola. Up 6%, worth $73 billion. Uh, Microsoft came in at number five, worth seventy-eight billion, up two percent. Wow, this this next one's impressive. This is impressive because of the dollar menu. The oh. dollar menu has taken McDonald's up twenty-three percent to the number crap. four, worth eighty-one billion dollars. That's amazing. Number three is IBM, up seventeen percent, worth a hundred billion dollars. I'm surprised by that. I am surprised. By by IBM? That. Yes. Yeah? yeah. I just thought their days are they're over, but. Obviously wrong. $100 billion? Yeah. <laughs> Those guys will never make it. $100 billion. Wow. How did you get that that quick? That's very good of you. <laughs> Number two is Google, worth $111 billion, actually down 2%. Down 2%. Drum roll. Number one. Nothing, huh? Rocky's got it. Number one is Apple. Oh. The iPhone. Yeah, yeah, iPad, iPad. absolutely. absolutely. Uh, it is up 84%. I think I'm actually going to... $153 billion. I think I'm breaking down and getting myself an iPhone. You, you should do it because if you don't have an iPhone, you don't have an iPhone. <laughs> and that's the commercial there. Uh, and I would like to do this on cigars because I believe number one brand name is Rocky Patel. Would I be wrong? Thank you. I, I'm not saying it to... to uh, for a thank you, but it's my belief of a name brand product that, that sells all by itself with, with a name on it. I don't know another one. You know, you you got Davidoff, big expensive brand, but no way selling the, the volume of numbers that are, that a Rocky Patel label. 
You could so, pull the study off. I mean, as you just evaluated this top ten list of, of the international brands by revenue. You can't do it. Well, if you looked at the sales, right? Well, I can look at the sales at Two Guys Smoke Shop, but okay. nationwide, you, uh, these these are not most of them are not publicly traded companies. Okay. So you, you have to take their word for it, and they all I would lie. Like, I would like to say their word is gold, but it's not true. <laughs> it's not true. Just Rockies. Um, so anyway, those are globally the number one number one names, and uh, as I said, I'd love to, to to know what you know. At one point, Macanudo was a big big name in cigars. It's dying off, and you know, talk about if you put a number on it to say where is that? That's down how many percentage? Just just, just good information anyway. But it it tells you where uh, people are going, and and McDonald's it's a dollar menu. It's the tough times, and what's happening there? Coca Cola. It's also actually, speed because. This day and age is not just about saving the, the money, it's about saving the time. And so if you, instead of cooking a meal or yeah. going and sitting down, fast, fast food. food is where it's at. Fast food. You know, uh, you know, we talk about government regulations and things that happen on tobacco all the time, and I got a, a pile full of stuff that's going on, but uh, it, it's happening also in the soda world. I mean, they're trying to stop uh, in the schools, the Coca-Cola being in the schools and things like that, and despite... All that that's going on, you, you have a, an, a huge uptick like that with Coca-Cola, too. Uh, it, it seems the more they try to bash an industry or do something like bash McDonald's and bash Coca-Cola and bash tobacco, you're seeing Phil, Philip Morris with Marlboro, uh, McDonald's, and Coca-Cola all rising dramatically. Mm -hmm. So, Well, I think in the case of Marlboro, couldn't it be that they put a lot of stock in quality control and maybe other companies don't? They're also not afraid to spend the money to advertise in all the legal ways. In the, the legal ways they can advertise because their hands are tied. They can't do that either. They can't advertise on TV. They can't advertise on radio. Uh, print advertising, I think, is the only thing that's left for them. Maybe not even in newspapers. I don't even know. Not they, sure. Their hands are tied so much. And knock on wood, we're still able to do a radio show about cigars. Someday we may find that this won't be allowed. Don't be surprised. And then we'll just move to satellite radio. Move to satellite, or the the show becomes the authority on everything, not just everything cigar. We just happen to be smoking, right? And we're doing the show, folks, uh, at a cigar store, two guys smoke shop. This week we do it at a cigar shop every single week because we're not allowed to smoke inside the studios of any of the stations that uh, we're affiliated. I made a new pitch uh, last week. Bringing in the Oric Purifier, I actually brought one of the guys out to the car and had him sit in the car with me while I was smoking and showed him that it cleans the air and gets the smoke out and uh, still no go. Can't well, have it at the radio station. <laughs> <laughs> I was all excited. I thought this was going to be the pitch. It was a lot better than my idea of lining the studio with plastic and going in an hour early to do that every week. Yeah, we need a studio that allows the cigar smoking. But, uh, hey, nice weather's coming, and maybe we can do it outside the studio or do something. Absolutely, we'll come up with yeah. something. Although I'd love to see how it works being real close because every single show we do is, is on site, yeah. you know, hooked up through phone lines and things can go wrong. But we've been pretty good lately. Not good. It's been pretty good. Okay, um, you know, some things uh, we're going to talk to Rocky about all his things coming up, including uh, his big birthday bash, which is a charity golf tournament. Uh, but we got lots of events coming up here uh, at Two Guys, but lots of stuff going wrong in the world of cigars. Um, there is, um, this is longevity, I'm sorry, uh, Minnesota, where uh, Rocky comes from, um, is, uh, has passed the strictest uh, smoking ban yet. Um, 
they have approved a ban uh, prohibiting smoking in all uh, counties, county-owned property, even if a person is in his or her own vehicle. You are not allowed to smoke in a county in Minnesota, even if you're smoking in your own car. Closed up with the Oric purifier, closed in your car. You paying attention? I am. Locked in your own car, it's against the law to smoke in Minnesota in your car. So uh, I have a fun story. Just uh, speaking of smoking in your car. You're not outraged. I'm outraged. I'm outraged. We do this. We do a story like this every it's week. Getting it's getting worse, it, though. It's, it's in your own car. You're not in the streets, man. Windows up. Oric still purifier running. Ticket. It is time for a revolution, right? It is it's time for a revolution. All right. right, so we have Paul Beasley supply us with guns, and we go and... Well, does somebody going to have a little revolution? There's a little revolution. I'm messing through my uh, paperwork here. Uh, William Paley, you know, um, the La Polina Cigar? Yep. They're teaming up with uh, Cigar Rights of America and hosting a legal outdoor smoking event uh, that, it, that has banned in New York... Um, Smoking in public parks. There's no more smoking in public parks in New York City. Um, William Paley, coincidentally, owns a private park in New York City. Hmm. And his, his father, William Paley, the William Paley Park, was given many, many years ago uh, to the city. And um, he uh, has decided to have a... Uh, smoke in. Smoke in. For lack of a it's better word. It's right there in front of you. I was reading it off Where of the paper. Where is it? Smoke in. Where do you see that? <laughs> um, they want everybody to attend. It's going to be Monday, May 23rd. Coincidentally, my birthday. Don't forget. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Monday, May 23rd at 5 o'clock to 7.30. Everybody goes to 3 East 53rd Street between Madison Ave and 5th Avenue, and that's where the Paley Park is. Yeah. And you illegally supposedly light the cigar, but turns out he owns the park. So we're going to see what's going to end up happening with people doing that. But you have to be 18 years or older to go. Yeah. And uh, they ask, and this was pretty cool, they ask you to bring a receipt from a New York City tobacconist cool. that you bought a cigar cool. there. That's very cool. Which is, I thought it was very nice. Uh, so buy a cigar at a New York City retailer, which they're having a hell of a time over there because they got a 75% tax. No smoking everywhere you, you're going. How do you stay in business? It's almost impossible. It's so like he's trying, trying to, do... to put them out of business. So bring your own cigar, get it from a New York City tobacconist, and show up Monday, May 23rd, 5 p.m. to 7.30, 3 East 53rd Street between Madison Avenue and 5th Avenue in New York in the Paley Park. Smoke cigars and watch the news. If you can't go, watch the news. And let's see if we get some coverage on this. And How can people on that side of government, I'm not going to mention liberals, I'm not going to mention Democrats, even though that's who I'm talking about. How can they good ever say yeah. that they are for job creation and be for large government and taxation? Because, I mean, is that what they want? They want us to all work for the government? They don't want... Private industry, they don't want, uh, oh, let's face it, private is. industry is what fueled this country for 200 oh, plus years. Absolutely. It's what's fueling it now, mm. and they have their hands around the throat of private industry, choking and choking and choking. The one good thing about the whole the whole thing is that we are still surviving, and, and some of us are thriving. Well, that's two great words, thriving and surviving, and yeah. we are in survival mode, which is BS. I mean, we, yeah. this is a country, like you said, Jonathan, founded on...
democracy, mark, uh, free, free market, yeah. and, and if we're all going to be working for the government, what does that mean? Socialism, right? <laughs> yeah. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Anyway, it, it, it seems to be getting worse, not better, and it's time to not play defensive anymore. It's pl- time to play offensive, yep. and it's time to start doing things like this. I hope that thousands of people turn up and they can't even fit them in the park because something needs to be said. We're, we, we as cigar smokers are very relaxed. We're comfortable. We're hardworking people. Yeah. Uh, we own our own businesses. Um, it's disposable income type of people that are into this product, and we're, we're too relaxed. That's time to you get think mad. That, that's why they're coming after because they know it's the, we're, we're the wealthier people that are. We're an easy target. Well, you know what, Dave, and you guys made, made, have made this point on this show before, and, and it's the, the scary part is where this can lead to. What's next? Well, you know, I mean, that's, that's I the can't scary believe, part. I can't believe smoker it's gone or as, non-smoker, this is, a, this is a restriction on our rights. I can't believe it's gone as far as it's gone. And it gets, I, I don't know what to read. I don't want this show to turn into a political show every week, but I end up printing these things out, and I have stacks of bad things that happen this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're outlawing. He's trying to increase his stress because it's good for Well, it's good for you. No, <laughs> well, and we'll get to that. Thank God that's good for me because uh, I just want to live longer, so I'm going to smoke at least a couple cigars a day, and I'm going to read this crap and get stressed out. Anyway, we're here to celebrate today because we got Rocky Patel, so let, let's not dwell on this. You know what? And he, he's a big advocate for uh, against all this stuff, and, and uh, he'll have some things to say about it, and we'll, we'll talk about that. But, again, we don't want to turn it into a political show. We want to show you some of the finer things in life, and this Rocky Patel Vintage 1990, as I said, awesome. one of my favorite. You love it, right? I love this. Creamy, smooth. This is a great, great cigar. Great draw. I believe Honduran. And uh, Rocky will tell us about that and, and, and lots more. So I found uh, out from Rocky these every single cigar before they, they gets a wrapper, they get draw tested. Every cigar. Every single one. So, therefore, every cigar draws perfectly. You don't even have to worry about it. As a retailer, that's what we want to sell. We want to sell cigars and make, you know, somebody buys a cigar, puts it in the park, and they go golfing. They have one cigar with them. Turns out it doesn't draw well or something. They come back the next day. They had a miserable round of golf, which I had nothing to do with, but the cigar did, and that's what ended up making the guy. Have the a- guy's a bad golfer anyways. He's going to just blame it on the cigar. Well, Let's not give him any excuses. So- oh, you're going golfing. You're just bringing one cigar. Here, please, take this Rocky Patel, Connecticut. Why don't you get an extra in case you got a buddy? Well, you it's want guaranteed perfect draw. Well, and, and that's it. They test them to make sure. And uh, what do you think they do? They have a guy there, puts it on his mouth. And I actually, little, little, <laughs> little. Rocky, Rocky was, I overheard him talking to a customer. They put it on the machine. The machine's got a little suction cup. Right. And it assesses the amount of, per, the, what the percentage of air that's being drawn through the stick is. And if it's above a certain percentage, it's good. If it's not, they destroy it. And they put another one in. There we go, because you don't want a tight around cigar. All right, so let's take a break. When we come back, we'll bring Rocky Patel in. He'll tell us about all the vintages, including the ones coming up. We'll go through uh, the life of Rocky Patel. So stick around, folks. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Be right back. Hi, this is David Garofalo from the Cigar Authority. I'd like to invite you to visit one of my Two Guys Smoke Shops. Two Guys Smoke Shop is the largest cigar retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's stogie heaven. Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1, off Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Seabrook, and Nashua, New Hampshire. You see, there's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border for your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free New Hampshire or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. 
We ship cigars everywhere, and single cigars too. Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's stogie heaven. Have you been arguing with your wife about the smell of your cigar smoking? My name is John Sullivan. I can make all that go away with a revolutionary new product called the Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. This is Mr. Jonathan. I used to get crap from the wife all the time about the smell of my cigar smoking coming up from my studio. But that has all stopped since I got my Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. Not only does the Auric Air Purifier purifier totally eliminate the smell of your cigars but also dust and dander bacteria and mold including spores and pollen i'd like to invite you to come see it for yourself and let me personally show you how simple i can fix your problem the auric clean home center is located at 8 spitbrook road at the corner of the dw highway in nashua new hampshire right across the street from two guys smoke shop visit my friend john sullivan in nashua new hampshire or call us at 603-595-2122 that's 603-595-2122 auric simply amazing since 63 There's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran. Dominican El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, and finished off with lush, oily, Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper, all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophaned in wheels of 20, white tissue wrapped in bundles, and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo. 2283 has it certified. One taste and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back and it's 2283. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand cleared in the black earth region, then dry shipped to the distillery where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super premium vodka. Worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and Sickle. Super Premium Vodka. Russian Reborn. 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Confucius. Chinese philosopher teachings have gone from the golden rules to fortune cookies. Confucius say, what you do not wish for yourself, you do not do to others. Confucius say, knowledge is recognizing what you know and what you don't. Profound? Maybe 200 years ago. But today, it's our pleasure to bring you Zing. Zing, spelled X-I-N-G, is a whole new smoking sensation. Zing Cigars not only shares medium-bodied, rich flavor from its deep, dark wrapper, but it's the deep, dark wisdom from the back of each of its cigar bands. Zing say, man who go to bed with itchy bum Wake up with a smelly finger. Way better than any Chinese fortune cookie and way better tasting. And just like Chinese food, shortly after you've had it, you'll love to have another. Zing. It's what some call the modern day fortune cookie. A great cigar with a little something extra. A little fun and a whole lot of flavor. Zing.
617-237-1234 is the phone number here. 617-237-1234 is the phone number here. We are live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire with Rocky Patel. Rocky, how are you? Thanks for joining us here on the Cigar Authority. Great to be here, Dave. Love the show. Great, great. It's uh, We've done it over the phone a few times, but it's great to have you actually here live. Let's, let me straighten this out for you. Here we go. Perfect. All right. Beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on. It's my pleasure. It's great to be here. Beautiful day here in Salem, New Hampshire, and I'm excited to be on the show today. And I'm excited of the night to come that somebody's going to win a night with Rocky Patel and somebody can see for themselves what it is to party with the rock star, right? <laughs> it's going to be a great night. You know, we're going to pick somebody up at their home, take them out to a great dinner. we got reservations, got a private chef making a meal, take them out for some cocktails, some cigars, see if they can last till 4 or 5 in the morning and <laughs> drop them out back home before I take off to the airport. So I don't know if you want to win, but if you got a chance and you're listening to the show, you want to take a chance on this thing, come on by Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We're Exit 1 off Route 93. Come on in, meet Rocky, come see the show, and uh, Rocky will sign a box of cigars for you, give you a chance, and you might have the time of your life tonight. Uh, looking forward to it. it. It sounds like it's great. If you want to give us a call and talk to Rocky, please do, 617-237-1234. But we're going to go in order of the life of Rocky Patel because you have certainly made, in the cigar world, you have certainly made a name for yourself. But from what I've read, you made a, a name for yourself in a lot of different things. This isn't your first go-around cigar business. You did so many things. You, you were born not even in this country. That's right. I actually was born in India, grew up there, lived there for 14 years, spent my summers in Africa, because my grandfather had businesses there, and so it was a great childhood. Got to travel all over Africa and India, and then uh, moved to Green Bay, Wisconsin. It was like Leave it to Beaver, kind yeah. of, you know, that uh, great up upbringing. And, uh, Why really Wisconsin? So, well, so we from India, Africa. Now, where should we go next? <laughs> Obviously, Wisconsin. Well, the only relatives we had at the time in this country were an aunt and uncle, and they lived in Green Bay. Okay. And we moved there temporarily, and we just loved it. People were so kind, loving, caring. It was a great community, great place to, you know, have a childhood. Uh, it's not like today. Back then, you played out in the backyard, you roamed around the neighborhood, sure. you were on the river, you were outside in the farms and the fields, and uh, you ate at a neighbor's house, nobody worried about getting kidnapped, you right, know, you right. walked to school, you, you fished, you hung out, it was just a great upbringing, I loved it, and I uh, went to high school in Green Bay, and then I uh, went to undergraduate graduate school at the University of Wisconsin there, and then moved to California for law school. Okay, so uh, Green Bay Packers fan, I know. Die hard, yes. Right? yes. That... I literally could walk to the stadium from my high school. Oh, no kidding. And back in the old days, the Green Bay team would actually come uh, and practice on our high school football field and wow. use the track there to train. Cool. So it was great. We, and, you know, it's such a small bedroom community, 100,000 people. Literally everyone walks to the games, and uh, it's a 49-year waiting list for season tickets. Uh, it's, wow. it's just an unusual phenomena. The city owns the team. Uh, it's a nonprofit corporation. Wish every team would be like that. Yes. Wouldn't it be a wonderful place? It would not be the lockout that there is going yeah, exactly, on right now and all the exactly. craziness. Yeah. So uh, you still follow them? You go to games? I do. Yeah. I was there at the Super Bowl. I was there with a lot of the players. The coaches had a great time. I'm an avid fan. I go back for most of the games, certainly all the playoff games. So it's, it's my four hours on Sunday where nobody can talk to me. Okay, so your name is not obviously Rocky. No, the real name's Rakesh. Okay. And I caught Rocky when the movie came out in high school oh, in, 19, yeah. in the 70s, so, yeah. you know. 
and that name stuck since high school and uh, ever since I've been called Rocky. Okay. So you uh, you go to law school, you move to California, and this is where cigars become popular. It did. You know, I, I went to law school, then I started my own law firm, and uh, uh, I was doing a lot of stuff in the movie business, a lot of movie financing, representing celebrities in their contracts against the studios, and we'd be on the set, and you wait for lighting, sound for two hours, three hours, and uh, a lot of the stars like Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis, uh, Steven Seagal, Jean-Claude Van Damme, they were all smoking cigars. So I started smoking cigars. And uh, my first cigar, I remember, was actually in Cleveland, Ohio, uh, on the set of a film called Double Dragon, and then on another set on uh, Under Siege, uh, which was a Steven Seagal yeah, movie. great and, movie. And then the set with Harrison Ford called Fugitive. And so that's how I started smoking cigars. And then I joined the Grand Havana Room, which was literally a block away from my law office. And I'd go there. I was one of the original members, and we'd hang around, smoke cigars. And um, next thing you know, I had some friends in Honduras who started sending me a few cigars. Uh, pretty soon, I had all the celebrities smoking them. I came up with this packaging called Indian Tobacco. Right. Uh, some real creative packaging at the time. Everything was very conservative, plain, ordinary. I remember at that time, people were smoking Francesca's. They were smoking Punches, Partagas. This is the cigar you know, boom 15 years yeah, ago, right? Yeah, Avos, yeah. Fuentes. And uh, Macanudos, all that kind of stuff. And uh, and next thing you know, you know, I did about three or four cigar dinners with Schwarzenegger at his restaurant called Shotzi in California. And the cigar started catching on like a local cult phenomenon. You, you were still a lawyer at the time. I was still a lawyer. Yeah. And then uh, I opened up uh, a little office in the back of my garage. I, I, I had a two two. Actually, two different garages. I took the upstairs bedroom. This is the great stuff. Yeah, Chuck. man, this, this is awesome. This is how you've heard the story before, how, you know, they start Bits from, and pieces. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. But a lot of companies, they, I mean, these, it starts off so little yeah. like this in the garage. Go I ahead. literally took the guest bedroom and turned that into a humidor. And I turned that into a sealed humidor. And then uh, I took the downstairs garage, and we had an office there. And I remember I, I asked my cousin Nimish to come work for me. And he came to my house, and, you know, he stayed overnight, and he dresses up in a suit and tie. He goes, let's go to the office. I said, well, the office was right below in the garage. And he goes, what did I get myself into? I just quit my job in Milwaukee to move over. And uh, I had one secretary and two other people, and we started shipping. I think we did like $200,000 with the business our first year. And uh, at that time, you remember, humidors were popular. I started making humidors. I had another garage full of humidors. And then, you know, all the cedar went bad in the heat. You know, the the pulp started leaking. And, oh, it was... uh, it was kind of a shit show, excuse the, the language. But, uh, and as, as you're staying a lawyer, you're keeping your, your, your regular I, I, day I had job. my law office, you know, so this is something I'm doing on the side. And I, every, every time I get a little vacation or time off, I go to Honduras and Nicaragua. I'd spend a lot of time there in the farms and the curing and the fermentation, ask a lot of dumb questions. Yeah. I'd look at people who are doing things right and try to learn from them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, try to learn lessons, visit all the different factories, and then I started making hundreds and hundreds of blends to educate my palate so I could tell the difference between yeah. Nicaraguan, Dominican, Honduran, Costa Rican, all the tobaccos. And that was the hardest part. That took me about five or six years. And then, you know, we were having different factories making cigars for us, and we'd make some great blends, and they'd start off really well, and then surely enough, they'd run out of materials, and they'd substitute the filler, the binder, they'd change the blend, or they wouldn't age the tobacco or yeah. ferment it enough. And so the blends would go up and down, and we'd go through all sorts of problems. And it took about five, six, seven years before I kind of figured out that we need to have our own production. 
if I was going to survive in the industry. So I decided to sell the law firm. I fell in love with the business. Everyone thought I was crazy. They said, you'll never make it. You're not Latin. You're not Cuban. Right. This you're, is a business that's traditionally handed yeah. down through generations. You know, what do you know? An you're Indian coming Indian, into the cigar Indian business. guy yeah. who's an attorney. There's no way you'll make it. And I looked in the mirror and said, I'm going to show these guys. And then I, I just was so passionate about it. And I, I'm a perfectionist anyway. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to go down there. We're going to try to set up our own production. We're going to have complete control over all the quality, all the curing, all the fermentation, the making of the cigars. And that's when we started putting our own name on the cigars. And that's when I was proud, and I could say, now I can guarantee. Now I can put my name on Yeah, we're going to have consistent product. We ended up buying a lot of raw materials, and it was very, very hard at that time to get good tobacco because unless you were part of that inner clan, you were frozen out. Right. They were doing traditionally the good growers, the big growers, like the Placencias, the ASPs, the Oliva Growing Family. They traditionally did business with companies that they knew for years. Right. And so it took a long time to crack that nut and get in that inner circle to get those tobaccos. And then we started buying a lot of tobacco and putting it away, curing it the right way, fermenting it the right way, aging it. So that was the hard part. So it all starts with the ingredients, just like cooking. Yeah. Speaking of cooking, yes. somewhere in between. I had a cooking show on TV. Yeah. That's right. Well, that's what? one of our passions. And. And so, you know, that's, I tell people, I think the art of blending Wonderful. came to me just automatically because ever since I was five, six years old, my mother used to teach cooking, and we loved to cook. And it was just one of those things where I could go to a restaurant, taste the food, and make it. And I love cooking. That's my relaxation time. That's the time I open a bottle of wine, yeah. try new recipes, and it's about taking different ingredients, making them to come up with the right formula to blend, and it's very similar in tobacco. I mean, you got to taste it. You have to know where the leaf comes from, what priming in the plant it comes from, what seed it is, what country of origin, the type of fermentation you put it in, and so all that really helps develop the character and the flavor profile of the cigar. For example, if you and I bought a bale of tobacco from the same farmer, from the same field with the same seed, you could ferment it a certain way, and right. I would ferment it a different way, and it's going to taste totally different. Yeah. And so it's, it's an art form, and I think it's very, very similar to cooking in that aspect. Yeah, what, do you, what, do you, what you do with the raw materials and, and what you mix in to, yep. to make something good or bad. So you stay busy for sure. You've given up the, the – you do cook for fun. I cook for fun. And well, wait a minute, Dave. Go back for a second yeah. here. A TV show, like were you, was this network TV? No, or? well, it was a cable show. What happened is I used to work for a television station selling advertising in my off time in college. Off time. And so <laughs> off time. This right. is back in Wisconsin when I was in, uh, at the University of Wisconsin. Right. And so – the, the general manager of the television station had been to my house, and I'd cooked a gourmet dinner for him. Okay. And they were looking to host, this was on a cable TV show, they were looking to host a cooking show that was sponsored by a famous grocery store chain at that time in the Midwest called Cub Foods. Sure. You know, it's, it's, it's a pretty big chain, and they couldn't find the right host that had the character. And the general manager said to, to the owner of the Cub Foods chain, why don't you try Rocky? So they tried me out on a show, and they loved it, Fabulous. and I had a host with me, and it was called Cookout with Rocky Patel and Cub Foods, and so, you know, we do different things. And I different would pay things, for a taping you know. yes. of this. Oh, that's, how, that's, that's how Rachel scary. Ray got started, believe it or really? not. Rachel Ray from the Food Network, yeah. she got started in a very yeah, similar manner. It's pretty scary. Wow. So now everything, it's all about the cigars. Yep. It's, it's all, all about the cigars, yep. and uh, you end up... Um, 
when, when you started with the Indian Tobacco, that was out of California you were doing it. That's right. It was out of Los Angeles and uh, my little uh, place that I had in Venice, California. And I remember every day in front of the little garage, there'd be cop cars and fire trucks, and the firemen and the cops would come over and smoke a cigar and hang out in the garage and outside in front. And people always wondered, what's going on over there at that house, you know? And at that time, even with Indian Tobacco, I remember hosting some events for you. You were traveling and shaking hands with the people and always directly to the end user. And, and Yeah, I think I was the first one to really start what we call the road show. Yeah. I burned more shoe leather than anybody. I'll I was say. the first one. In the, if you look back in the history of the cigar industry, there was no such thing as doing events every month. I mean, I literally started going on the road from store to store, doing events, doing promotions, yeah. meeting consumers, talking to them, talking to the retailers, you know, showing them that there's a human being who really is passionate about what they're doing, yeah. that really cares about their art form, is willing to learn. And so uh, that's really, I think, what started our company and what started the whole uh, cigar industry to go out there and actually introduce their product to the consumers, educate the consumers. I remember if you look at the wine industry 25 years ago, people were drinking rosés and Chablis. And then it was the winemakers who started educating the consumers about Merlots, about Petit Syrahs, about Cabernets, about uh, you know all the different wines, the Barolo, Barbarescos, and the Pinots. And, and I think the same things happen in the cigar industry where people now are a lot more educated about trying new brands new blends, different cigars, different wrappers, fillers from different countries of origin. And I'm always looking and seeking for new tobaccos from unique parts of the world to come up with different flavor profiles, different characteristics, different taste profiles, to offer something unique and different, a new perspective in blending cigars. And that's what makes it so fun. Absolutely. You, uh, uh, you have a tagline that nobody works harder, and, I, and it's true. I think you're the guy that works the hardest than anybody. Uh, there's been uh, numbers thrown out there that you have basically 300 days a year on the road going from store to store. You, you must have been to just about every cigar store that there is. Yeah, I think these. I've been pretty much to almost every cigar store in the U.S., Canada, Germany, East and West Germany, and Switzerland. As, as I see consumers come in, and most of them come over to you, and I say, have you met Rocky Patel before? Yes, I did. I met you before, but, but you know, and it's over, yeah. the, over these many... 15 years? It's been 15 years, right? It has. It's been 15 years. In and fact, no, there comes in, uh, another there one of our there friends. There you <laughs> and you're no slouch when you're here, too. We see uh, cigar people come in, cigar celebrities, I like to call them. They come in, they have an event, and they spend their time upstairs sitting in the seats, and they spend their time over there sitting down smoking well, they, and talking to people. They, they you can't. walked in, and you sold a box. You hadn't even put all your stuff down. You were already selling. Then you, you set up the rest of the display, and you're selling, selling, selling. You're shaking hands. You're talking to people giving them the background, nobody that I've seen does that. Well, I like working. You know, I, I'm really uh, proud of the cigars we make. I'm very, very passionate about what I do. The minute I wake up and I'm in the shower, I start thinking about new blends, creating new cigars, quality control, stricter standards. To the minute I rest my head on the pillow, marketing ideas, sales ideas, packaging ideas. So I'm, I'm, I'm just, it's, it's amazing. Sometimes I get this when I'm on date. And they go, where are you? You know, I can tell you're not here. Yeah. Because my mind is focused on something that somebody didn't do in the factory, you know, something a salesperson didn't do on the road, uh, a product that is supposed to, you know, have packaging delivered on a certain day, the artwork. I mean, so I'm so involved in every single step. Uh, you know, I, I can't let go. But that's part of the passion that drives me. And, and I do it because I love it. 
and it's something that you have to love to do because in this day and age, you know, the politicians are pretty much trying to drive us out of business, and they don't understand that cigar making is truly an art form. It's transcended over generations. By the time you plant seedling in the ground, the time you get a cigar in a box, it takes four to five years. 300 different hands touch the tobacco. It is unlike anything else in the world today, and truly people need to understand that this is a business that should last forever. Where you know you think about this day in the day of Facebook and Twitter, when people don't have interaction, families don't have dinner together. Yeah. The only chance you get to have a real conversation about life, about politics, about sports, whatever it is. You might be a blue-collar worker, factory worker, a CEO, a doctor, an attorney. Everyone's the same when they're in the room holding a cigar, and they actually have pleasant conversations. And let's talk about all the charitable work that all the mom-and-pop stores across this country do. Anytime there's a local charity, they come to the cigar store, and the cigar store supports the charity, helps it out. I mean, That's you look true. at the Fuente family, they do a tremendous job in the uh, Dominican Republic building schools, helping kids out. I know Altadis does a phenomenal job with the Monte Cristo Cup, you know, with their charities. I know I'm working on building a school in Honduras for 100 homeless children. We're going to feed them, close them, educate them, house them. So there's a lot of good, the jobs that are created, the people that are employed here. Right now with taxes, you know, and the, the fact that the economy is bad, I mean, we're mom-and-pop businesses creating something wonderful, giving people a chance to relax. And the proudest moment is when I get a flag from Iraq or Afghanistan oh, when yeah. we send cigars there from all our servicemen that fight so hard. And the only thing they look forward to after a rough day is smoking a cigar after they've flown a mission. And people forget that we actually fought World War I, World War II, the Vietnam War, the Korean War to protect the fundamental right to have our freedom, our right and privileges as adults to enjoy stuff. And these rights are being taken away by these politicians. What they need to do is focus on education, focus on fixing our bridges, our highways, our airports, which are like third world countries, and focus on what's important instead of making such a mockery of themselves and concentrating on attacking something so beautiful as a cigar. Grow up, wake up, and educate yourself. I feel like we need a standing ovation. Amen, that right there. baby. Man. Amen. Amen. Woo. And I know you fight for it. You're, you're a big, big uh, you, you started out with the CRA. I mean, you were a founding member of the CRA. Before we go any further, what we need to do in order for time to be able to get all the cigars is we need to switch cigars so that we can make it to all three. Okay. So. All right. So this was the Connecticut we were smoking. That's right. Tell us a little about the Connecticut. That's uh, the oldest Connecticut shade wrapper on the market from Connecticut River Valley in Connecticut. Seven-year-old age Connecticut wrapper, eight-year-old Nicaraguan Dominican filler, what one leaf of Brazilian Matafina. Creamy, mild, very smooth, still flavorful. I think it's a beautiful, elegant, nice morning cigar. My favorite. I'm going to take one more hit from this. Okay. Before I say goodbye to that, and in strength-wise, what would you say? I think we let's go? go to the 1990. Nice. Now, the 1990 is a 12-year-old broadleaf wrapper from the Telanga Valley in Honduras, and that also has the same 8-year-old Nicaraguan Dominican filler with the Matafina in it. And this cigar is more mild to medium-bodied. You're going to get a little more nuttiness, a little more caramel from the cigar, and a little more flavor. Was this your first vintage? This was actually the first, first vintage one. we came out with. Which was a grand slam hit when this thing took took effect. It when, did. When it first came out. Yeah, was actually, the, the 1990 and the 92 were released together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, we'll fire this up. Uh, CRA. I, I, I just uh, briefly mentioned before Mr. Jonathan interrupted. Uh, did, uh, which was okay. Um, 
that you were a founding member of the CRA, which is the Cigar Rights of America. Tell That's us correct. about that. You know, it's an organization that uh, we formed uh, along with a number of the other manufacturers, and it all came out when we actually were going to face a 6,000% increase in federal taxes on cigars. They literally wanted to take the cigar tax, which used to be 4.7 cents, all the way up to $10 per cigar. Uh, that was outrageous. And this was going to happen on a federal level across the United States of America. And we fought long and hard in Washington. I mean, I had no idea how I could even get into a senator's office or congressman's office. Wow, we all literally, we literally all went out there out of fear, walked the halls with another good friend of ours who's a great advocate, Jeff Borshowitz. Corona and we started in Corona Cigars in Florida. We started knocking on doors. And literally, we'd go to the cafeteria, and I'd stand by the Coke machine keep filling my coke till I have to pee in my hands, pee in my pants, not hands, waiting for the congressman or senator to come by after they bought their burger or their sandwich, saying, Senator, Senator, please, I need five minutes of your time. It's about 5,000 jobs. It's about closing all the mom-and-pop cigar store, 2,500 shops going out of business. Please, just give me, and then we would get the appointment. And then one congressman or one senator would refer us to another senator, and we ended up meeting with Nancy Pelosi, Senator Reed, wow. Senator Harkin. I mean, we met with every single person, and we fought long and hard to finally get that down to about 40 cents a cigar. Still but outrageous. Still, still outrageous, still ridiculous, and it's a constant battle. So we're fighting uh, nonstop on the federal level right now. We're dealing with the FDA. The FDA, for those of you that don't know, has taken over regulating cigars. Just happened a few months ago. Yeah. So we're presently fighting with them to show them that cigars are not like cigarettes. They're very different. They're not something that's habit-forming. That's something that children are not exposed to. It's something that is a natural product. There's no chemicals added to it. It's just cured and fermented with clean, fresh water. So we're trying to get an exemption from the FDA to show them this is very, very different than cigarettes. We're also dealing on the state levels with anti-smoking issues, with taxation issues. So it's a constant battle. So Cigar Rights of America is modeled after the NRA. What it does is a consumer-based organization to show that these are adult individuals. It's a big group of individuals that wants to preserve our freedoms, our right, protect our privileges as adults, allow us to make choices and not be regulated out of existence. So the website is cigarrights.org. 100% of the money goes towards protecting your right and freedom to smoke a cigar. It's $35 a year to $35. join. $35. For $35, you can protect your right and freedom because guess what? Just like New York State, they increase their tax to 75%. It can happen to you. If it's up to tobacco-free kids and it's up to the World Health Organization and the American Cancer Society, they're trying to shut down every single cigar st store in the country. And it will happen if you don't fight for your rights. Don't depend on your neighbor. Don't depend on anybody else. This is the reality of what's happening in this country now. Wake up and smell the coffee. Cigarrights.org. Please join. It's a great, great organization. And I'll tell you another thing that's going on out there. If, if you say to yourself, well, I'll just buy through the mail order companies. I don't care if it goes up 75%. Maryland just stopped mail order into that state, which looks like it's, it, it's snowballing, and it could go from state to state. This is another thing. $50 fine and up to two years in jail. If you Imagine two years in jail. There's, there's a guy in the middle of of Maryland somewhere where there's not a cigar store, a handicapped guy in the middle of nowhere looking to buy his cigars, 
and uh, he can't buy cigars in that state now. Oh, it's it's outrageous. And like I said, fix our bridges, our roads, educate <laughs> our children. There's I enough mean, problems our, in this country. Our education is being killed. Third world countries are doing a better job of educating our children than we are. We got enough issues. You know, in Los Angeles, the city of Calabasas can't smoke in your backyard. Now, I think there's bigger problems with smog and other issues and crimes in those neighborhoods that they need to focus on. I mean, what's wrong with us? I mean, just wake up, shake yourself up, politicians, look in the mirror. Better yet, go start a business. I would love to see a reality show. We were talking yeah. about this the other day. The Apprentice. How cool would The Apprentice be if they took 12 senators, put them on The Apprentice, and had them start their own business? And then you start throwing all regulations at them, all the taxes at them, and see if they can make money. Health insurance, you know, wages, uh, you know, all the payroll taxes, and then all the local, state, federal taxes, and then start swinging the law. I'd like to see yeah. how that that be start the most Start knocking at the show. door, ask them if they want yeah. to donate to something, and they'll say, I can't even make a living here. What are you talking about? Right. Aha! The guy that wins that show, he should run for, for office. Yeah, then he should become the president. Yeah. How about that? that yeah. they, it's an apprentice thing. Every senator goes out. The winner becomes president of the United States. Exactly. Uh, if they could pull it off, because it's not easy. This, this to, The tobacco business is like running a business with one hand tied behind your back. It's amazing. And, you know, we've become federal employees. Literally, we work for the government. So all the hard work, what's the motivation for you to succeed when you know that everything you do is going to go to the government? Right. Rocky, as you may know, we do a live uh, video broadcast here. You're making a lot of fans on our chat box. We have two questions before we go to break here. Okay. One is from K, uh, KP Mac. He wants to know what your favorite cigar is. And then another question in from a uh, uh, username, Wild Knight. He's brand new to cigars, just started in January of this year. And he wants to know which of your cigars you would recommend for him as a new cigar smoker. Well, first, my favorite cigars, uh, I've got two of them. And I switch hit between the two. It's the Decade and the 15th Anniversary. I love the complexity of the Decade. It's still elegant and well-balanced. And the 15th Anniversary is very rich. It's very complex. And uh, it, it's got a lot of flavor. So I like a richer cigar. So those are my two favorite cigars. As far as a beginner goes, I would recommend the 1999 Vintage. It's that creamy, mild, smooth cigar. It's going to give you some flavor. It's easy to smoke. It's easy on the palate. It burns perfectly. So that would be my, my cigar that uh, I would recommend to anybody that's starting out. All right. You're going to stick around another segment? Why not? All right. We're here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. If you want to come by to say hi to Rocky, he's going to be here till 5 o'clock. Take exit 1 off Route 93. Come by. Rocky's here till 5 o'clock. We're going to bring him back on in the next segment. So stick around. We'll talk more about to Rocky about his cigars and what's coming in the future for Rocky Pidal Cigars. So stick around. You'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Attention all business owners and entrepreneurs looking to grow your business or increase sales. Well, here's your chance to get in on the ground floor of our exclusive radio show, The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority is broadcast across four powerful radio stations throughout New England and across the globe via podcast and live video stream. Team up with The Cigar Authority Radio Network and start connecting with our vast and dynamic audience of educated consumers with disposable income. For advertising and business opportunities designed to take your business to the next level, call me, Chuck Morrison, today at 603-630-8041. That's 603-630-8041. 
or send us an email at ads at thecigarauthority.com. Look, if there's one thing that's true about the Cigar Authority listeners, it's that they all enjoy the finer things in life. And that most certainly includes your product or service. True or false? You don't have to spend a lot for a great cigar. True! Well, it's not true anymore, thanks to Dos Ombre Cigars. For over 20 years now, Dos Ombre has been the best bang for your buck brand, period. And with Dos Ombre, there's something for everyone. Try the mild white-banded Dos Ombre Dominican, or the fuller-body green-banded Dos Ombre Nicaraguan, or how about the red-banded Dos Ombre Honduran, available in natural or deep dark Maduro. Now with sizes for everyone, there's something for everyone. Handmade, long-filled, premium cigars in cost-saving bundles because you can't smoke the box. Dos Ombre, the best bang for your buck premium cigar, period. Now available in flavors. Try Dos Ombre flavors for something sweet. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. The back of the box is where all the bull goes. But in this case, there's no box. It's a bundle. A bundle of Desperado cigars. As a matter of fact, there's no band, no fancy ads, no promotions, or any bull at all. Because that costs money. And Desperado cigars are about saving you money. These are not first quality cigars. Not seamless, not perfect, or spectacular in any way. They are not made with tobaccos aged for 12 years, nor have they some secret fermentation process. This is second quality tobacco made in the Dominican Republic that was formed into a cigar for you to cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. We think they taste pretty good for the money. They'll smoke pretty well, and they are so affordable, it wouldn't kill you to hand one to a friend or two to enjoy with you. Desperado Cigars. They'll keep the bugs away and provide you with a nice, inexpensive smoke to experience for about a buck a cigar. Desperado. 15, 10, 15, 10, 15, 10, 15, 10, 15, 10. WWZN Boston. This is the Cigar. Authority. I'm kind of a big deal. The authority on everything cigar. You will respect my authority. Featuring cigar liberties from every major cigar brand. We have with us Christian Aroa. Rocky Patel. Victor Vitale. Eric Hansen. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Nick Perdomo. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Saka. Is Jesus Fuego. Joe Cusano. WWE Hall of Famer, Nikolai Volkov. It's the rock star, Pete Johnson. Jorge Padron. With your host. David Garofalo. That's me. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. And his friends. That's you. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The one and only Cigar Authority. We are the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. Damn it, motherfuckers. It's the Cigar Authority. We are back with 
Rocky Patel on the Cigar Authority. A quick hello to the four stations picking us up. WWZN, AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston. WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire. WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island. And WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. We're smoking the Rocky Patel 1990 Vintage with Rocky Patel. How cool is this? This is awesome. It is awesome. Rocky, uh, the most eligible bachelor in the world and the hardest working man in the cigar business, there's no doubt about it. I want to tell one quick story that uh, once Rocky came, uh, um, I picked him up at the airport, and he came in to do an event. This is early on, and at the end of it, he had to have his luggage shipped back. He was flying somewhere else where luggage was going to be sent in, all cleaned and pressed and ready to go, because he was traveling so much, there was no time to, to clean your suits in between, and it's, it's unbelievable how you have kept and maintained this work ethic that you do that is just incredible, and that's why you can't be caught right now, because you just, you won't stop. Well, like I said earlier, you know, it's passionate, and thanks to good genes from my parents, Yeah, uh, it's uh, relentless, keeps me busy, and I'm lucky to say that I'm proud to do something I really enjoy. I think the only other job I'd want to be the head coach of the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, yeah. And right now that's in safe hands. So, uh, good. so we're, we're, we're good to go there. But, uh, no, I love this business, uh, you know, and uh, I'm so proud uh, of uh, all cigar makers and all cigar smokers, and I wish the government would just leave us alone and let us create something wonderful and be able to enjoy. In this day and age when we have so much stress in our daily lives, this is the one time we finally get to kick back, relax, be human beings, and be adults, and, and really f enjoy the fine things in life. So, so from, uh, a, um, from a work standpoint, the, the secret is, while everybody else is wasting their time sleeping, you work. While everyone else is wasting their time playing with the kids and hanging with their wife, you work. That's, that's true. it. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's you know, why that, you're a bachelor because I don't think you could pull that off. That's right? true. That's <laughs> true. You know, there's uh, there's trade-offs with everything, and uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of sac sacrifice to be made when you work so hard. And I always tell people, you know, sleep is overrated, and that's why they're called dreams because you can't accomplish anything while you're dreaming. That's true. Oh, that's uh, awesome. That's awesome. So not only are you doing all the work on your cigars and things, there, there was talk and and. I, going to the trade shows and bumping into you from here, from there. I would see camera crews following you around. This had happened for a couple of years, yeah. this was going on. Yeah. And this was for a reality show that has not I have not seen yet called The Cigar Czar, which is you. Yeah, they actually followed me around with cameras for almost a year, and uh, they created a TV reality show called Cigar Czar. And they wanted to see how a crazy group of characters could pull off a business of cigar making because really – uh, if you come to our office, it's like a frat house. Yeah. And I walk in every day, and I see these guys smoking cigars with their legs up on the desk, and I say, can I bring you a pina colada and an umbrella? Because <laughs> it doesn't look like anybody's working. And it's really, I've taken a bunch of guys that none of them had experience in whatever they're doing. For example, it might be a bartender or a guy that was working at a cigar store who's now our production manager. The other person's in charge of marketing. So I've trained these people because when I first started out, I had to handle all these jobs myself. Yeah. So having worked through each particular title and job, I've kind of trained somebody who's basically passionate about cigars and shown them how to take that specific task on. And so that crazy show was based on these group of guys and me running the program of how you have a great business. 
and uh, it was really about business and business development yep. and a great group of characters having fun while they have a fine business that they're running. And the business was called Cigar Czar, and that was the name of the show. And unfortunately, the networks decided not to air it because it involved tobacco and cigars, and that's a shame. And it was okay for um, alcohol in shows? It's yep, okay for, yep. uh, you know. And, and it's ironic, having said that, I just got invited to the Harvard Business School to speak about how to start a business and create a brand. And so I'm going to be speaking in September oh. at the Harvard Business School. And, uh, and this TV show was really based on how to really start up a business with a good group of guys and have fun while you do it. And uh, it's unfortunate that it was axed by the networks. I know all cigar uh, people out there, wherever, whatever cigar store that they hang around, and I've heard many people say it, geez, if you go to my cigar store and stuff, they should, have, they should film a reality show in there. It would be a great sure. show. And that goes for our stores and everybody's stores because it's characters. It's, and it's a great group of characters. Yeah. And, you know, you see the most interesting people. I learned so much meeting fellow cigar smokers. And like I said, whether it's on an airplane, whether it's in a cigar store, whether you're a blue-collar worker, whether you're a CEO or doctor, automatically, if you have a cigar, you have a new friend, and they open their doors to you. And it's a wonderful life. It is It is great. And so, so that didn't get picked up, but then they did a pilot for you on another TV show. Yeah, they did a pilot on a show called Secret Millionaire, which is on ABC Networks right now. And basically the premise is you go undercover to a poverty-stricken area, an area where people have hardships, and you go in and you act like one of them. You have a basic job. You get $100 to live on a week, and during that week, you meet somebody who has good morals, good characters, somebody who you think can really progress themselves through life if they had a little financial aid. And at the end of the show, you reveal your true character, and you give them a check for $100,000, whether it's for education, whether it's to start a business, whatever it might be. And it's a great show. And again, ABC decided not to pick it up uh, because cigars were involved. Oh, my God. It is unbelievable. It, it is, it, there is, it, according to the, the media, I mean, there is nothing worse. A pedophile is better than a cigar oh, it's, smoker. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's an, 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 I think the moral character of this country really needs to take a deep look inside and see what do we want out of society. What do we want out of our rights and privileges? Why did we go to all these wars for? All these servicemen that gave up their lives, that got injured, these families that lost young service people in all these wars to protect our freedoms, our rights, our privileges over a cigar. Yet right now, you can grow marijuana, you can smoke right. marijuana. I just saw CNBC the other day had a great show about this marijuana thing going on across the country. That's all fine and dandy. There's a lot of other bigger political issues in this country to fix ourselves. We're being challenged on a world basis by a lot of other countries. We're going to lose our superiority that Americans have. And you're worried about going after cigars. Wake up again. Abercrombie Wake and up. Fitch is uh, selling right now padded bikini tops for kids as young as seven. So that a seven-year-old looks like they have boobs. Unbelievable. And that's, Unbelievable. that's okay. You can air those commercials on TV. They, they have a full-scale push that they're doing for it. Abercrombie's making no apologies. 
That's completely fine to have on network television. We can make our seven-year-olds look like women. I was up with a friend of mine the other day in Naples, Florida. She's got two daughters that are eight and ten years old. And the ten-year-old was telling me that she's got a friend that is 12 years old that is going in for plastic surgery. Okay, that to me is shocking. Okay, so the moral fiber of this country needs to really take a reality check and think about what make a list just make a list of the top 10 issues that affect you your life and the country and i guarantee cigars is not one of them no it shouldn't be in the top thousand yeah for you know the decency of cigar smokers too i find you know you see a, a store full of cigar smokers that are here smoking cigars because everybody's smoking cigars but a cigar smoker would never even go back into the 60s or something light up in front of somebody without asking do you mind we're, even when it was okay in the days we are kind we're courteous we're fair and we're respectable human beings and i'll tell you if you've never stepped into the cigar store I urge you to go there because you're going to meet the class of society, believe it or not, at a cigar store. Do it. Go for the experience. If you're having a bad day, you want to have a good day, go into a cigar store and meet some good human beings. Right. I, 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 people come in. Friday afternoon is the perfect example that people come in and they had a hard day's, hard week's worth of work, and they come in, and I said, how are you? And they walk in the door, and they said, I'm good now. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's now the relaxing and enjoying, and you know what? They're going to buy themselves a nice Rocky Patel and sit down and reward themselves for a hard week's work. Sure, and sure. away from bothering anybody that's not interested, and the government wants to come into the cigar stores and stop them from doing it amongst ourselves. The beauty about smoking a cigar, I, I, I really tell people it's like meditating. You can sit down in a comfortable chair, and you can daydream if you want. You can engage in a conversation if you want. You can watch TV if you want. It gives you that personal space and freedom and chance to finally relax from the everyday stress that we deal with. We're running, running, running from the minute we get up, whether it's bills, whether it's phones, whether it's faxes. You're in constant communication. You ever get an email that makes you happy? You ever get a text that rarely, right? Most of the messages are negative. Every time I get a text or email, I'm putting out a fire. Well, guess what? The only thing I want to fire is light up my cigar that's the only time i get to relax and that's what it's all about boy oh it's boy. a different perspective on life okay we're enjoying the 1990 and uh it's time to put it down unfortunately because we got to light up the third one because our idea is to to find out which is the best vintage yeah this is the 1992 vintage this is a sumatra wrapper from ecuador ecuador is a very unusual country because a lot of good wrappers grown under cheesecloth what cheesecloth does is Blocks out 75% of the ultraviolet rays. It allows the tobacco plant to get about eight, nine feet tall as opposed to five feet. The leaves are very, very big, very thin, silky, beautiful for wrapper. In Ecuador, because there's so much cloud cover, natural cloud cover, 70 to 80% of the time, there's a lot of beautiful wrapper grown. And the Sumatra seed grown in Ecuador is a beautiful, dark, oily wrapper. It provides a lot of flavor. It's got a little bit of earth, some spice, and some sweetness. So this is a 10-year-old Sumatra wrapper from Ecuador, again with 8-year-old Nicaraguan Dominican filler and a leaf of Brazilian Matafina. Truly a medium-bodied cigar. Sweet cognac. Take a little pull on that before you even light it up. A little sweet cognac taste to it. Nice.
Okay, we're here with Rocky Patella, Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. He's going to be here till 5 o'clock. Come on down. He's running a great special on his cigars, and not only there's a, there's a special bonus that goes on, which is you buy a box of his cigars, you get entered in a contest. At 5 o'clock, Rocky's going to pull a name out of there. We're going to call the person up, let them know, get ready, jump in the shower, because Rocky Patel's picking you up tonight, taking you in Boston. It's dinner, drinks, and cigars with Rocky Patel, you and your friend, it's going to be a night you'll never forget. Oh, I wish I could win this day. <laughs> <laughs> Jump in, man. Jump in. Uh, it'll be a truly special night. You'll get lots more of this, I promise you, and a lot more. This guy knows business. He knows business. He knows how to have a good time. Uh, and you know a little about everything, or actually a lot about everything. Your, your wine selection in your office alone was second to none. I mean, you really... Yeah, I enjoy fine wine. You know, I, look, I, treat, I try to treat every day like Christmas and New Year's. And people complain. People are miserable. They go to therapists. Just relax. One thing at a time. If you get a task, if you have a problem, tackle it as best you can. Move forward. Life is too short. The only thing we don't have in life is time. And... Wine is one of those things, like cigars, that I enjoy. And it's amazing how similar the art of winemaking is very similar to the art of cigar making. You know, the curing, the fermentation of the grapes, the aging, the whole process, the taste process of a wine. So I really, truly, people ask me all the time, what do you enjoy as a beverage with a cigar? And my first choice is usually a great bottle of red wine because I feel, even though I love single malt scotches, I think the alcohol content in single malt scotches in cognacs overpowers the palate. Wine has a lot of the same notes that you get, you know, the caramel, the nuttiness, a little bit of the spice, the fruit, all that stuff that you get in wine and the aroma you can get out of cigars. So, yeah, I do enjoy a great bottle. Well, of wine. you you enjoy the finer things in life. There's no doubt about it. Uh, your automobile collection. I was lucky enough to take a ride in the the, the Aston Martin, Bentleys. Just one. <laughs> just one, Bentley. I thought there was two. No, no. no I just I have the Aston and the Bentley, and uh, the Bentley I actually bought for my parents because. Uh, they got tired of sitting in uh, in a two-door, and my poor mom got squeezed in the back. So yeah. it was for them to drive around, and I drive that every once in a while. But the Aston's my baby. That's a fun sports but, car. But you like nice things. I'm beautiful watch, beautiful clothes, beautiful food, wines, cigars. Well, don't you, we live once? That's right. Uh, I that's mean, you said I it before. You Unless live... you can promise me I'm coming back again, I'm going to save it for the next time. But uh, you can't take you know, it with you. You can't take it with you. And, you know, you work hard. I, I always tell people, young people, Educate yourself, work hard, and follow your dreams. Be persistent. I don't know the meaning of the word no and cannot, and your dreams will come true ultimately. And then, you know, take some time to enjoy it too. Well, the hottest working man in show business, cigar business anyway, is Rocky Patel. you got some great stuff out already. It's a great life so far. What's the future look like? Well, you know, I'm very excited. I just turned 50. Uh, it's scary. I can't believe hey, hey, 50 yeah. years have gone by already. That's, that's just shocking to me. But uh, 50 to go, though. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Knock wood. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're coming out with the Rocky Patel 50. It will be out at our trade show this July. It's something really, really special out of our new factory in Nicaragua. We've been sitting on this wrapper for a long time. It's going to be a very rich cigar. Uh, the packaging is outstanding. It's a beautiful box uh, made with 161 Swarovski stones. Um, so I'm excited about that cigar. We have a vintage 2003 Cameroon wrapper. For those of you that don't know, 
good Cameroon wrapper is very, very difficult to get these days. It's hard to get the right size of wrapper, the clean wrapper. Cameroon's very difficult to work with because it's so thin, but it's just got a wonderful sweet taste and a lot of flavor, and we, we add that with a lot of rich flavor. So it's going to be a medium-plus Cameroon cigar called the Vintage 2003, and we're excited to launch that in a couple months. So two big cigars to look forward to. That's going to be great. Uh, I was lucky enough to, to sample an early taste of the, of the Cameroon uh, 2003, which I love Cameroon. It's barely used. I know it's very, very expensive to use. Where are you going to be in price right, with uh, the Cameroon? I think that cigar is going to retail right around $7. All right. So that's it's very going to be fair. a very fair price on that. Yeah, because I know uh, that a lot of companies stop using it completely because yeah. the cost is just ridiculous. Sure. So uh, moderate prices, and, that, and that's what uh, Rocky Patel cigars are. I mean, you don't have anything uh, much over ten dollars. Right? No, I mean, you know, I I believe they call me the blue collar man's working man cigar. Yeah. And uh, I like to make cigars that are fairly priced. I want people to be able to enjoy them. Really, that's what they're made for. Uh, great, you can make great cigars at a fair price, and that's what it's all about. And we want everyone to be able to enjoy them, and uh, that's why we price the cigars at the price point we have them at. All right, so we're, we're smoking the vintages. Uh, we smoked the 1990, 92, and the 99. Um, he, he also has out there uh, decade and 15th anniversary. Your two favorites. I didn't know that, and we're smoking the, the, the ones that aren't your favorites. But anyway, uh, enjoying them very much. I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. It's this my is great. pleasure. My pleasure. And uh, I'd like to invite you all to my birthday party. Yes, yes, uh, good. May 28th and 29th in Naples, Florida. Uh, it's actually tied in with my foundation. I'm building a school in Honduras for 100 homeless kids, awesome. and we're going to have a golf tournament Saturday, May 28th, a beautiful rooftop party that night uh, with a band, music, food, festivities, and then a beach party the next day. So go to RockyPatelFoundation.org for information or to our website, RockyPatel.com. And it's great to be here. Proud to be here. Thank you. Thank and, you. Uh, make sure you fight for your rights. That's CRA.org, CigarRightsOfAmerica.org. Protect your freedom and your privileges because this art form is a great choice of life. It sure is. Okay, thank you, Rocky. Thank we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to tell you what we think of these cigars, and we're going to get stressed out, and it's a good thing. So stick around, everybody. Uh, Rocky Patel is going to be here till 5 o'clock. Come by and see him. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Fleur de Lorraine. She came from the streets of Paris. Fleur de Lorraine is a magnificent jewel of a cigar with a contemporary French style and prestige. Fleur de Lorraine marries rare, aged tobaccos in old-world craftsmanship. Fleur de Lorraine. Deep layers of lush tobaccos fuse in a symbol of charismatic intensity for luxurious expression with no concession. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's rich, bold taste with a little European flair. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover the extraordinary craftsmanship behind every Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's elegance, charm, and value. Fleur de Lorraine, now available in natural or Maduro. Discover Fleur de Lorraine cigars at fine tobacconists everywhere. Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. From the streets of Paris to you. 
Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. I say, sir, enjoying a good cigar shouldn't cost you a fortune. And it doesn't have to when you light up a classic. Classic brand cigars are priced right, and there is a blend or size just right for you. Classic Connecticut is a mild and smooth smoke, while the classic Maduro is deep, dark, and delicious. The classic Cameroon has a hint of natural sweetness that will keep you coming back for more and more but it's the classic Cuban that is bold and full-flavored, just like the classic Cuban cigars from before the embargo. Every classic blend is available in four classic sizes, the Robust, Toro, Churchill, and Torpedo. But whichever one you choose, a classic cigar will guarantee you a smooth and easy draw. Classic cigars. The name says it all, sir. The ads are all over TV and radio. Foreclosure, default, loan modification. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payments, before you give up, ruin your good name and lose your home, you need to call Paul Antonelli, that short sale guy. As a Coldwell Banker agent, Paul specializes in helping people sell their home in a short sale. You see, a short sale is a complicated transaction most real estate agents don't understand. Not every homeowner can qualify for a short sale, and some lose valuable time and money when they try the short sale process only to find that they don't qualify. Paul understands the process and knows the steps for a successful short sale. When you call, Paul will cover all the necessary details and tell you if a short sale is possible on your property. Remember the name, Paul Antonelli, or go to thatshortsaleguy.com and watch Paul's informational videos. Then call and let his expertise guide you to a successful short sale. You're at your computer now, so go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Paul Antonelli and the short sale team. Go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry-shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Six one seven two three seven one two three four is the phone number. Six one seven 
237-1234. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. We have Rocky Patel here with us at Two Guys Smoke Shop live all day. He'll be here till 5 o'clock. If you want to come by to say hi to Rocky Patel, take exit 1 off Route 93. Take a right. We're about a mile down on the right, and we do the Cigar Authority show every week at a cigar store because we, frankly, can't smoke cigars in the studio, so it's always in a cigar store. You can't smoke cigars anywhere anymore. It's getting tough, and this is a show about cigars, so what are we going to do? I was getting my oil changed yeah. this week, yeah. and uh, I made it 10 full minutes inside the garage with my oil purifier on, smoking a cigar before they realized that I was even smoking. And once they, ha- you know, they go through all the light checks and the safety checks with the car running, and then they have me turn it off, and then the cabin fills with smoke, and then it's... Need to put your cigar out. It clearly says no smoking on the side of the garage. So, but they didn't know it before. They had no idea before. Cool. Yet another test right there, Chuck. I love it, brother. Hey, there's you know they send a man to the moon. They can take smoke out of a room if that's the case. If there's a problem, if there was a problem with secondhand smoke, which there is no problem with secondhand smoke, another show. But anyway, there's probably 40 people smoking cigars in here, and you still wouldn't know it. I mean, you've yeah. got your Ventilation system on. going, it's going, and everybody's fine with it. Nobody's eyes. You certainly it. can tell when the ventilation's not on. Right. Well, you don't lock yourself in a closet and smoke a c- cigar, and we, or else it's going to be smoky. But this, you open a window, or you turn the ventilation system on, and all the people that are in here want to be here, or they wouldn't be here. Right? Absolutely. So it says smoke shop. It's a smoke shop, and that's what that is anyway. So we're enjoying the vintages. We're trying to figure out what the best Rocky Potent. Rocky Patel vintage cigar is. And everybody's tasted different. I think what Rocky did is create something for everybody. But uh, we, how you feeling? Where you going with this? Uh, I'm, still, I'm still compiling my notes here. I need a little longer. All right. I've made my decision, Dave. Because he's got a lot going on here. He's really working. He's got three different sodas going. He's got coffee. He's got a whole laboratory happening here. I'm on my last one. Okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let him. He's got something going on. And Dave said, what... Uh, What's, with, what's going on over on your table over there? I'm like, ah, I'm going to work on something here. And he's like, you want to elaborate? I'm like, no, no. You and Rocky are going to end up talking. I won't be able to get a word in edgewise, so I gave myself something to do did, for an hour. Did we had those guys on from uh, Two Cigars, One Stick. Yep. And they had they had drink um, Orange Crush. Orange Crush. Yep. That's the only way they test their cigars with Orange Crush. Since then, he's been out of his mind. Every time he comes in the store, he goes right for the orange. So he believed whatever they said, but now he's got orange, he's got cream soda. What well, else? Yeah. I actually, you, you called me out on the show uh, last week about being a follower and just doing it because somebody else did yeah. it. And I can tell you that I learned my lesson when I was 18 about following. Okay. So uh, some guys uh, that I was friends with at the time, I'm 18, they're mid-20s. Okay. And they decide we're going on a, they're going on a skateboard trip Always to went Canada. for older people, huh? Always hang with oh, older yeah. people. Okay. This was not a good choice on my part. All right. So they decide, you know, we're going on a trip to Canada. Do you want to come with us? And I'm like, of course I do. I get my mom to sign off on it. It's fine. I'm 18 anyways, so yeah. I can go. So I'm thinking I'm going to go up and party in Canada because of legal age and everything. And uh, I wasn't much of a partier, but I figured, you know, I'll try it. Yeah. So we get up there. And the whole ride up, they're talking about this certain thing that you can buy at a sex store that has a very similar effect to Viagra, but it's a, it's a ring. So they're convincing me it's jewelry and the whole bit. So I get up there, and I buy one. Well, it turns out what their plan was, which ended up working, is I go into the bathroom and put on the ring, and I come out, and they're gone. They left the girl that they brought with them in the room and she starts getting frisky all of a sudden and this is someone who paid no attention to me on the ride up 
She's and I'm been, like, she's been paid to pay attention to you now. Possibly. So yeah, that's one possibly. of the things I'm nervous about. Yeah. So she and I kind of get a little hot and heavy, and there's some arousal stuff going on, and they burst the door down, and it's everybody laughing at my expense. And, of course, now this particular ring thing that I had on is no longer allowing the blood to drain, and so now I'm naked, and they're laughing at me, and it's not going anywhere. And at, on the way to the hospital? No, it was, a, yeah. it was a good solid struggle for a half an hour in the bathroom the whole time telling myself I will never listen to anyone ever again. I will, I will question everything anyone says to me from now on, and I'll put everything to the test before I get caught in a room naked. That's a Mr. Jonathan Raging. story. We have no response to that. I got nothing. We'll just let, <laughs> let that go. He's got the wildest stories. Um, we have some wild events coming up this Thursday. Brinner with Jonathan Drew. Jonathan Drew, you know Jonathan from um, Acid, Drew Estates. He's the owner and founder of Drew Estates. Um, he, do he doesn't do many events at all, but we were lucky enough to get him here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem this Thursday night. Uh, what is Brinner? We're having Brinner. Brinner, you heard of brunch, which is uh, breakfast and lunch. Well, Brinner is simply breakfast at dinner. And um, why not Lupper? I like Lupper. Lupper or Lupper. But I think Brinner has a nice, nicer ring to it. It's Brinner, anyway. Um, did you know Drew Estates has a cigar called The Egg? Do you know they have a cigar called Toast? They also have the Flying Pig. So eggs, toast, flying pig. Obviously, it's breakfast. Absolutely. So we're doing this Brinner thing with them. And Whose idea was this? This was a collaboration between uh, John Hart, the, the representative yeah. of Drew Estates, and me. And we were talking back and forth, and he says, what about this Brenner thing? What do you think? And I'm like, you got the right guy here. Let's pull it off. So we actually have a caterer friend of yours mm. that's coming up and doing all the food. Mike Willette from a chef to call your own, if you don't mind the plug. No, nope, plug him. And uh, we're going to have it. It's going to be this Thursday night. It starts at 7 o'clock. Uh, Brenner will be served. And it's forty nine ninety five, and you're going to get a bunch of cigars from Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan's a low key guy. He, he's not a guy that uh, maybe we'll we'll uh, bring the recorder and, and have a little interview with him That'd or something. Nice. But uh, he's not that type, hmm. and uh, he doesn't want to stand here and hawk his cigars or do anything like that. But he says I'll come up here for this. So we're going to have about fifty people. Forty nine ninety five. Uh, we expect this thing to sell out. So if you want to get a ticket, stop by Two Guys Smoke Shop or give us a call. Is the phone number six zero three. 898-2221. I'll say that phone number again if you want to join Jonathan from uh, Drew Estates here this Thursday night, 603-898-2221. And uh, it'll be something different. We'll have uh, a little fun with it. So uh, let's give it a shot and see uh, how Brenna goes, and maybe we'll start something. Uh, I know you don't uh, you don't get into that, right, Mr. Jonathan? Uh, not really. You don't like Brenna. Um, All right, I got, I got my results. You got results, okay. I have my results. So someone asked on the chat box, uh, what what was I drinking? Yes. I've got regular black coffee. It's a, it's a staple for me. I drink it all the time, all day long. Uh, so the coffee was good, black, and it was uh, fresh roasted this week. I have uh, orange soda, cream soda, and root beer. And it's very interesting how each of the drinks change the cigars differently. Huh. You would think like... In the case of uh, Two Guys, One Stick, they say orange soda is the only soda that they drink. Well, when I was sampling the 1999... Check this out here. Uh, the, uh, the orange soda worked out really well. It tasted like orange. No, it doesn't. Creamsicle. <laughs> it, it did taste like... It tasted a little like a creamsicle. <laughs> because the cigar started because off... Because it is. <laughs> the, the cigar did start off creamy and smooth. 
without anything. Well, let me get this. The um, um, what's what, what's the different drinks? Orange, cream soda, root beer. So the creamsicle. I mean the the, the uh, orange. Orange tasted like creamsicle. All right. Now with the coffee, the cigar tasted a little bit bitter. Like coffee. Go ahead. With the cream soda, the cigar also tasted Creamy. a little bitter. Cream no. no, tasted bitter, and okay. the root beer was bitter. Uh, with okay. nothing, the, the cigar was very creamy, very smooth, uh, very pleasant, mild smoke, and the orange added to that experience. But the other two actually heard it. The other two heard it. All right, that's interesting. Okay. All right, so then when we switched to the 1990, uh, the 1990 uh, it started off just with a very nutty flavor when I had nothing. Uh, when I went to the root beer, it was earthy. And it tasted a little bit like toasted corn chips. It was nice. I, I kept thinking, like, uh, if I was having nachos without the cheese, you know, just toasting them up. That's what it tasted like. Uh, with the cream uh, soda, it was a little nutty uh, from the start, and then it also went a little caramely on me. The orange soda flattened the flavor right out. It was as if the cigar was a non-event. So Orange soda hurt it. Orange soda hurt it. And the coffee, the cigar tasted a little bitter, a little tannic. Never at any time with the coffee did the cigar ever go bad, but it just wasn't It wasn't what I thought it was going to do for it. And then with the uh, this final cigar, which is 92. the 1992, I didn't make that in my notes, sorry. Um, going with the coffee, I had uh, slightly bitter barbecue kind of flavor. So coffee made it bitter. So Coffee is not good. Coffee wasn't good. I thought, and coffee is my favorite thing to have with cigars. Yeah. Uh, the orange... Made it kind of taste it a little bit uh, like a barbecue, like a mango barbecue flavor. Uh, the cream soda brought out some of the spicy notes in the barbecue flavor that I was getting. Root beer was like a honey barbecue, very, very subtle on the barbecue side. And with nothing, I was getting barbecue with heavy notes of like mustard seed, which is an ingredient in barbecue sauce. So it says to me that... Uh, Depending on the cigar that you smoke, on the three what you drink with it yeah. is going to impact it. But all of them... The taste of the coffee actually hurt it. Now, coffee is what I always... Yeah. Black coffee is what I do. You know, if I go to a trade show, i got to smoke a whole bunch of different cigars. It's black coffee, black coffee all the way through. Yeah. And it gave a bitter taste to every single cigar. Compared and I, I taste no bitterness. Neither did you smoking it with nothing. Right. Wow. Interesting. You did something while this was going on. That's I had to do something. I was would have been standing here for an hour because Rocky was doing all the talking. Rocky was doing all. He was... I didn't see you complaining, but no, it was awesome. Jonathan Ben on the chat box says thank you for that. Anytime, Ben. Wow. So orange soda, isn't that something? Orange soda. Well, with the 1990, it took the flavor right out. It and, made and the cigar disappear. Did it take the stress away? No, nothing will do that. Come on. This is the. That's your segue. This is a segue. To take okay. the stress away? No, nothing takes the stress away. Good, because nothing <laughs> should take the stress away. For decades, we've been told the stress can kill you. Happy people live longer, uh, and hours at the gym will keep you healthy. Now research has turned kind of a lifelong wisdom up on its head. Wow. You're saying actually that going to the gym is bad for you too? You know what? I've been thinking about this since I, I kind of scanned your article there because you yeah. didn't print me out one. Yeah. Um, so if you look back to Paleolithic man, you know, he's walking upright. He's got his loincloth, and his job is now to be a hunter and a gatherer. Yep. Every single day, that's his job. Right. If he doesn't do it, he starves. His family starves. Right. I think that that's how, that's how it should be. You should be a little bit stressed about 
about what it is that you're doing. Well, they also died at like 20 years old then, so be careful of that. Anyway, they did a study with 1,500 Californians across eight decades. So this isn't a small little study, they figured. They didn't die of cancer back then. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> not all stress is the same. If you hate your job, ditch it. That's what I say. If you hate it, you ditch it before the stress kills you. But if you love your job, don't sweat the stress. It's actually good for you. It turns out it, there's good stress and there's bad stress. If you've got a job where your boss is out to get you or you're experiencing sexual harassment, then that's bad stress. Unless you like to be sexually that, harassed, that's which right. I do. Yeah, so maybe I'm you stick fan. around. If stress arises in your job that you love, the stress will never hurt you. In fact, some people have lived the longest that are absorbed by their careers, and that goes for the cigar industry for sure, that work long hours. The key to good job stress is find a job that you like and you feel productive at. If you hate the gym, don't go. Oh, this God, is why this that is the holy deal. That's why it is right there. <laughs> While it's good for you to be fit, if you're not happy doing it, don't do it. Hallelujah. Amen, brother. You also, know. you do not want to make your dog your best friend. You know, like everyone in the neighborhood has a cat lady. Yeah. You know, and then she dies early and then you end up going in, you know, to help the family clean and it smells like urine. And yeah. Yeah. You don't want to make your dog or your cat your friend. Have people friends. Yeah, that's good. You can have a pet, but the pet in the in the survey in the study, the pet had no effect whatsoever on whether or not you lived longer, unless you didn't have regular people friends and your pet also, was your only friend. Right, the cat lady, sooner. because she has thirty cats, doesn't make she's her crazy to begin with. Right, makes who her wants crazy. thirty cats in their house? That's right. I don't want any cats. Don't retire early. A lot of people think that retirement will help them live longer. Study shows the opposite is true. Don't retire either. Don't go to gym. Don't retire. Enjoy the stress. Give me the coffee. I'm loving it. I love this article when I saw it. And if there's any truth to this at all, it's awesome. It's good news anyway because uh, stress doesn't kill. There's good stress. So work hard and uh, keep it going. And uh, I like it. Tony Blake from 365 Cigars came out with a cigar. Uh, I believe it's this week. Uh, and it's yes. called We Got Him. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to be hitting Tony up. I want to find out about this. I'm hoping to have him call in next week. Uh, it's got a picture of Osama bin Laden with a big red X right on the band. Uh, American flags on there. Yeah. Nice. Very, very patriotic. So I'm going to find out from Tony Blake if we can uh, get some samples of this and have him call in. Or maybe he's traveling up in the area. Yeah, maybe he's selling it. I don't know anything about it. But it, it, the band looks cool. It looks nice. Knowing and, Tony, it's probably the proceeds are going to some charity or something. Yeah, you always do good. He's he always trying to be nice for people and <laughs> piss you off. <laughs> he's an FOTS, hey, a friend of the show. Yes, he is. If he's helping the United States, then I'm all for it. If he's sending the money out to, you know, to another country or whatever and then trying to get us to pay for it, I'm not buying any. Okay, we're going to just try to help the United States, uh, which takes me into uh, come see the Berlin Wall. Did that help the United States at all? This is kind of big news. All the communism helped the United States. This is kind of big news. I, I have a copy for you because you, you like a copy. Did you read any of this? No, I didn't because I just got the copy All right. now. An authentic 13-foot-tall, 6,400 piece of the Berlin Wall will be on display at two local launches events hosted by Lowell-based Kling Tobacco. Kling Group is the owner of Hammer & Sickle Vodka and Hammer & Sickle Cigars, our friend Eric Hansen. And it will be on tour for historic 
monument uh, through Kling Tobacco, and it'll be uh, aptly named the Berlin Wall Series. We have the Berlin Wall cigar out there. Well, they're bringing this big piece of the Berlin Wall to Two Guys Smoke Shop on Friday, June 3rd at the Nashua location, and on Saturday, June 4th, it'll be here in Salem where we'll do the show live from along with the piece of the Berlin Wall. They've got press releases going out, and they're urging uh, um, people to come and see it, um, you know, schools and things like that. It will not be inside Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's actually, frankly, too big to fit inside. Yeah, there's no way. But it'll be outside the door, so don't worry about your kids have to go in there and battle the uh, secondhand smoke thing or any baloney like that, which, uh, yeah, any of that nonsense. But anyway, uh, uh, I urge you to come down. It's it's part of history, and this is a, uh, it's got a great story to it, this section of the Berlin Wall that was actually uh, painted, uh, and the story of the painter that had to do it during full moons at nighttime and run out at uh, two-minute segments and be able to um, do these quick uh cartoonish drawings or whatever they are and stuff but i'm um, very excited to have that there I, i've seen it already but uh these guys are, are craning this thing in they bring big cranes in to to be able to put this here big expense to them they're gonna hopefully they're not leaving it outside because some oh they're gonna have something as weepe is gonna come up and spray paint on it or no, something no, they'll you're gonna have, have it under lock and key they'll have gods there with it they're gonna bring it that day and take it out that night perfect that's the way to do and, it and there'll be gods there guarding it and this thing is going to tour for a while then they're going to give it to uh some college or something you know as a historical uh thing so it, there's a lot to be said about it and, and we'll get into the much much uh information that they're going to uh give us on that as we get it so uh that's that and uh, Rocky mentioned his foundation, which I want to mention again. He invited everybody to his 50th birthday party. Which he's competing against my boat party, but I'm not going to mention my boat party opposite Rocky Patel's party. Oh, wait, okay. I just did. And he is, <laughs> he is donating all the proceeds of everything to build a school in Honduras. You hate that? This is where he has his factory, and there's poor people there. And they, All right, he, I would make an exception for Rocky because he is back and forth between the two countries. Yeah. He's there. He's got to see these people. And so, as a move for him, I think it would benefit him to educate the people around him, and then he can hire it, them. I don't think he's actually doing it to benefit himself. No? No. I think he's doing it because he has got to a certain point in life where uh, now he wants to be charitable. You know, you work hard, and you build an empire, and now it's time to give back and give to charity and, and do something like this. So he created the Rocky Patel Foundation. And um, he, he urged you to go to RockyPatel.com. And uh, if you want to be part of this and go to the golf tournament and the party after, uh, I'm going to try to make it. I'm going to see what I can do to move uh, my schedule around, although it's going to be tough because I, I'm busy up until uh, June 1st. And this is uh, at the end of May, uh, May 28th. But uh, see if I can move things ahead. That's actually... Memorial Day weekend, right? Yes, it is. It's Memorial Day weekend, so uh, it's going to be a big weekend for Rocky Patel and his gang at that. So um, one of my DJs just walked in. Is it okay to bring him on? Sure. Danny, come you got, on you over. You got a headset yep, over here? a headset right here. Here, step over my cord. Okay, this is Danny, and uh, he works DJ for... DJ D-Ray, we call him. D-Ray, and he works for uh, Mr. Jonathan. That he does. He's coming to a wedding today as part of his training. He's all dressed up nice, and he's not wearing any foolish uh, pink clothing or anything like that you do. Thank goodness. D-Ray? D-Ray, I've been called. D-Fresh. I go by many names. Okay. Most just call me Danny. All right, go ahead. Inter interview your... Uh... Well, 
Well, what's protege. interesting about Danny is that he had his very first cigar on his 18th birthday. It was a Padron 1926 right here at Two Guys Smoke Shop. Oh, nice. Thank and, you. And uh, yours truly bought him his first cigar. First cigar being something that good. Where do you go from there? Well, I don't know. Where do you go from there, Danny? I don't know. We've went a lot of places since We have. There. Um, what's in know. your humidor? Right, in, right now in my humidor, I have some Lagiana Havanas. Nice. A couple Chateau Reals. Can't go wrong with those. Um, I actually was given a couple of custom cigars from Boston Cigar Factory a few weeks ago. And I think I have a couple brick houses in there as well. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you're starting to, are you smoking them or are you just saving um, them? I haven't been smoking as much since I've been at school. I've been a little busy. but Big no, mistake right there. Yeah. He's going to college. Yeah, yeah college. School thing. So. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> now, now that the summer's here, <laughs> you though. You think it's, you're it's doing fun. the right thing, though, right? I guess so, right? Yeah. Okay. As long as you think you're doing the right thing. <laughs> His mom's an animal, so he has to do what she tells him. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Sometimes I do what she tells me just because I don't want to listen to her. So you diss jockey weddings and private parties and things like parties. that? Parties. He hasn't done a wedding on his own yet, but he's done yeah. he's done a couple of different parties and always to rave reviews. The one thing that's impressive about him, uh, you know, I do my swing parties on Friday nights. Yeah. And so as part of his training, I would pay him to come up and basically sit there and adjust the volume. Well, next thing I know, he's got the headset on, and he's listening to different songs, and he's creating his own list on the side. So I walk up and take a look at the list, and it's really good stuff, and the kid doesn't swing dance. But he's got an ear. He hears what I was playing. And so he starts going through the different lists. And so I'm like, yeah, throw whatever you want on. You know, the last hour of the party, I figure, you know, it's nothing. You know, he'll send everybody home and I'll, I'll be able to leave early. So my wife needed me upstairs. She teaches upstairs at the ballroom. So I went upstairs to help her with something. I come back downstairs. Not only is every single person still at the party that was there when I left, five new people came in and stayed from the lesson that led out of my wife's party so having him netted me an extra 50 bucks and uh i gave him a little extra that night it was a good night yeah yeah you could say that he's got a gift okay so uh uh you started out just jockeying by yourself and then went to him or you just no i actually um i met jonathan through gymnastics he was my coach okay. a while ago and then uh what was the first event the you first, did with me? The first event we ever did, I uh, got asked to help DJ a, a mixed martial arts fight. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I believe you So uh, you were there. Yeah, I believe you might know a little something about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was the first thing. I was that, so busy, I, uh, I, I didn't see you. I, I was kind of behind, the, you I was behind, behind the scenes. The scenes yeah. That yeah. Night, yeah. So we started off pretty big, and then, uh, I don't know. I, I it was guess all downhill from there, baby. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I could say <laughs> he that. Was, he was on point. I, I told him where the controls were, and, again, he's one of those kids that, listens he's focused so i can say this is the power whatever you're going to do and then i was able to walk out and listen to the speakers with the audience because as you know a room sounds different when it's filled than when of it's so danny was a big part of why the sound was absolutely perfect that night it really was i gotta so, say i had a lot yeah, of problems that was, that was with that night. event there was uh it was a 3,000 seat arena with maybe about 1500 people in there i lost a fortune but uh <laughs> i really lost a fortune but it was, uh, if I had to say one thing that went spectacular, it was the sound, which I told you Thank what I you. needed, and, and the sound was perfect. And uh, Oddest it. request I've ever had at a meeting. I went in to pitch Dave for some flyers for Boats and Hose, and he just yesed me to death. And I'm like, oh, that was the easiest. I was nervous going in to pitch him. What do you need? Cigars? Yeah, you got them. You want me to buy the flyers, too, which I hadn't even thought of? Yeah, I do want you to buy the flyers. I'm out. So, uh, I guess. D-Ray, D-Ray's got it. So then Dave says, um, let me tell you why you're really here. And I'm like, okay, now I'm nervous. Why am I really here? Because you came to see me. Right. Well, I've got this party, you know, I'm doing with uh, up to 4,000 people, and uh, I need every single person in the room to not just hear the music. I want them to feel it. 
That's right. And I'm like, well, you know, probably the cheap seats. You don't really care. Nope. Every single person in the room must feel the music. Can you do it? I'm all in. I wasn't all in. I did not have the equipment. But you did say that. That's exactly what you said. I'm all in. I'm all in. Whatever you want, it's done. And then uh, for the next month, I was uh, crapping my pants, calling every DJ I know. What, What equipment can I borrow? Can I rent it? I bought a whole new sound system. I made no money on your event, but yeah. it went off without a hitch. <laughs> and the sound went good. You made no money. I lost a fortune, as I said, but uh, the sound was good. And uh, from there, it was like, okay. Uh, Fast friends. Do you, yeah. Do you want to uh, do this radio show? <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> then I quit. Right. Then, then I quit. gave myself a promotion. That's it. And I'm back. Okay. <laughs> So is there anything we can do for you? Like, can they call you or do something, any kind of... Yeah, you can find Danny at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. <laughs> we, can't, we can't just get him on the side? You cannot just get him on the and side. Save, not, and not save him basically a fortune by He's, getting him and not... You save a fortune by taking Danny. The price is different to have a, a rookie versus an experienced veteran, but um, it, he comes with a disclaimer. We use the term rookie lightly here, too. Yeah, That's right. So. Uh, <laughs> your, your light is empty. His light is full and ready to go. Yeah. Something How like many that. cigars have you smoked today? I have smoked zero. Today, okay, so this far. is my fifth. All right, I've wow. lit them all with my own lighter. It is my fifth too, and I'm uh, I'm hanging on. This is uh, the heaviest, uh, I would say, of the bunch. It certainly is. And what do we say for what our favorite one is, Mr. Chuck? You go first because you were ready, actually. Oh, uh, 99. 99 is the best? 99, right off the bat, first one. And then followed by? Followed by probably the 92, actually, which is really strange because it's probably the heaviest. And then the 90. And then the 90. Just uh, take a peek right there. 99 followed by the 92 and the 90. Exactly what I have here, brother. That's a man who so knows you, his taste. So you know what you're talking about. Now let's go to the guy that has it altogether different. All right. I'm going to go with the 1992 first. That's my first one. I enjoyed the barbecue flavor, the mustard seed kind of undertones there. It is not full-bodied by any stretch. It's just fuller compared to the others. Yes. It's still on the low end of medium. So I, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and then I went with the Connecticut with, as my second. And then the 90. And then, and then the 90. So we like the 90 the least, uh, which I typically, believe it or not, uh, if, if I don't do a shade cigar, I do go to the 90. But the 92 really, for some reason, there's so much more flavor. Yeah. Maybe because I smoke so many cigars or whatever it is. But you don't go wrong with Rocky Patel. You don't go wrong with the vintages. They're all good and very excited to, to, to get into the Cameroon when that comes out. I smoked it. The best part of the Rocky show is Rocky himself. If you can get to an event, which there is one here today in Two Guys in Salem, um, he is the show. No he is question. the show. He is the Rocky he sold. Show. He sold his first box of cigars before he had put down the gear that he brought in. Right. It, well, he, he is Rocky Patel. He's Rocky Patel. Um, the 19, 2003, they're going to call it, which is the Cameroon. I smoked it. Oh, Let yeah. me show off a little bit. I smoked it yesterday. Uh, it's, it's really early production. So, again, you got to get past that it's early. The ammonia flavors, stuff, maybe. Yeah. And uh, it's Cameroon, but it was a lot heavier than I would expect a Cameroon. Cameroon tends to be mild, so it brings out the sweet flavor. Believe it or not, the sweet flavor was there, but it was heavier. It was on. It was on the other side of medium, medium to full. Yeah. Yet it had a sweet Cameroon flavor, which has only been done that I can remember one time of a brand that's not even out there anymore. But uh, here it is. So look forward to that. That's coming. So it, out. it sounds like in the entire cigar industry, the the answer for your new cigar has to be something that either used to be done and isn't done anymore, or it's something that's completely brand new in order to capture that energy of the 
in, the, in this case, Rocky Patel, who's obviously, he has arrived but well, well, as a cigar company, but he has not arrived as a person. He is going to keep pushing the envelope in every way he possibly can, well, whether it's not sleeping, coming out with new products. I got a feeling that the Rocky Patel 50th, for his 50th birthday, which he's saying there's going to be diamonds in the boxes or something like that. So, yeah, oh. some kind of crystal. Yeah. Burn. Oh, that's what we got to talk go. to. How are you? Um, that's just something we have to mention. Rocky Patel, no, because he has some off time, you know, yeah. time that he... Two or three he, minutes a day. Yeah, that, that, that he was doing nothing with. So he says, i got to come up with something because it's wasted time, not, not doing anything for those three minutes. I'm going to so, hire my gardener to come manage something that he's never managed before. So he opened a cigar bar. And really, he opened a cigar bar to, to show people this is the way a cigar bar should be. And I haven't had the, the, the honor yet to actually go there, but it's in Florida in, um, where is it? What city in Florida? Naples, Florida. Uh, where is, you don't think right, it would be on the burn flyer that's in your hand, maybe, where it is? It doesn't say it, no. Okay. So uh, it's burned by Rocky Patel, and it is from what pe people, customers have seen and told me. I, I've seen in magazines pictures of it. It is the most incredible cigar bar in the nation. Well, he, it, only, he only rolls with the best. That's right. They say it's like Las Vegas when you walk in there, and it's unbelievable cocktails. The ambiance is unreal, and it's really something to see. It's in Naples, Florida. It's called Burn by Rocky Patel. And uh, it's really something we got to see. Not only we got to see, I would love to take a road trip and actually do the show live uh -huh. in Burn. Would that be Don't great? Don't tease me. Wouldn't that be Don't great? Don't tease me. So, uh, Let me tell you what I tell you every time you pitch an idea to me. I'm all in. I'm there. You're there. Every Monday and Friday, happy hour from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. What time do they close there? They don't. Two. And Rocky's there until 4, 4.30, which is just what I expected. So, uh, yeah, maybe we'll do a show live from Burn. Wouldn't that be nice? I would love to do that. Okay. So, anyway, we're running out of time. I want to say thank you so much to Rocky Patel for joining us here on the Cigar Authority. Great show. Next week, we have Jesus Fuego is going to join us. Yeah, next week, which we tape Thursday. <laughs> Tell everybody it's already a taped show anyway. <laughs> uh, so uh, check the uh, show with uh, Jesus Fuego, and uh, who, Jesus started with Rocky Patel. It's, uh, there's a crisscross here there we going go. on. So uh, <laughs> Jesus, and he'll tell us all about his cigars and things like that. So uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us this week on the Cigar Authority. Great show, guys. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. And Thanks for D-Ray coming on with us. That's it. Thank Appreciate you. That. Okay, we'll catch you next week live here on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Bye, folks. <laughs>